from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Hey, folks, it's Brian Blessing. Glad to be with you. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It's our NFL edition. A lot of great information to come in this hour series. 204 along the Sports Grid Radio Network. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. The PowerRatings.com is going to be checking in. So what we'll do is we'll dive into the lines here, update things, and then we'll dive into specific games for you in this hour. Glad to be with you. Hard to believe how fast it starts to go now. Week 4 NFL. Washington's at Atlanta. And this number was Atlanta originally. You know, two and a half, the suggested opener. Based on results, Washington's now one, one and a half point favorites. At, the total is 48. Atlanta's off a win. Buffalo got to, or Washington got destroyed at Buffalo. And that defense has got to get going because that's the strength of their team and they've struggled so far. Detroit is at Chicago. The Bears were doing a juggling act who the quarterback's going to be, yet all the money is on Chicago. Uh, now it's at three. It was down below three. It came back. Uh, total's 42 and a half. Detroit competes. But, boy, heartbreak again, lose on a 66-yard field goal last week at the buzzer. And they got a stone in their shoe uh, with that delay a game call that was missed. Tennessee's at the Jets. Seven, the number's locked down now. The Titans on the road are favored. Total's 44-and-a-half. Tennessee starting to get their act together. The Jets, a lot of work to do. Cleveland's at Minnesota. We're seeing the Browns, two, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Total on the game is 51-and-a-half. Minnesota kind of saves their season with a win over Seattle last week. Odell Beckham now playing for the Browns. And that's good timing with Jarvis Landry injured. Indianapolis, Miami. Miami's two-point favorites in this game. Totals 42-and-a-half. Indy's faced a gauntlet. They played Seattle, and they played the Rams, and they played Tennessee. Uh, that strength of schedule, this could be a breath of fresh air for the Colts in this game today. Carolina is at Dallas. Dallas starting to look really good, and they got the running game going. Two-headed monster with Elliott and Pollard. Four-and-a-half, totals 50-and-a-half. And clearly, uh, Dak Prescott's looking good back from the injury from last year. McCaffrey nicked up. That does not help Carolina at all. Giants in New Orleans. Saints finally get to play a game in the Superdome. They're seven-point favorites, seven-and-a-half in some circles. Total on the game is 41-and-a-half. Should be a raucous atmosphere there. Giants just shaking their heads the way this season started. KC, hard to fathom. Two-game losing streak, seven-point favorites at Philadelphia. And the total on the game is 54-and-a-half. Eagles offense really, really struggled at Dallas. Houston's at Buffalo. Big number, 16 and a half. Total's 47. I don't know what Davis Mills is going to be able to do against the Bills defense playing very good. And the scary thing is the Bills offense seems to be clicking the way it did last year with Josh Allen leading the way. Good ball game. Arizona and the Rams. Monster game. Two 3-0 teams. Rams four and a half. The total on the game is 55. This is going to be uh, one to really keep close tabs on. That's going to be fun. Another great NFC West game with Seattle and San Francisco. And the Niners, two-and-a-half, three-point favorites. Totals 52-and-a-half. Both teams coming off a loss. Well, I don't know what it is about San Francisco. They just have a lot of bad luck. Uh, always, always big major injuries that they have to deal with. Baltimore at Denver, never an easy place to play. Baltimore gets the miracle, semi-miracle win against Detroit. And the Broncos out of the gate looking really good. Teddy Bridgewater's doing a wonderful job there. Uh, showdown now, Bridgewater versus Lamar Jackson. And Baltimore does get the kid-wide receiver on the roster, Bateman, and that should be interesting to watch the kind of impact he may have on the offense. But then we get Pittsburgh at Green Bay. Rodgers and Roethlisberger, 
Rodgers playing well. Roethlisberger really struggling. Six and a half. The Packers, that game's going to get to seven. Totals 45 and a half. The marquee game in terms of you know, interest that we're going to see on Sunday night, and that is Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. What an atmosphere this is going to be. All those Super Bowls with the Pats. He gets a Super Bowl ring for his new teammates with the Bucks. The subplots inside this game are utterly remarkable. Brady knows the defense. They know Brady to a degree. And Gronkowski's coming back. Not many people talking about Gronk coming back. He's the guy that's going to have a monster game, too. And the total in the game is 49.5. Mac Jones is like, really? You're throwing me to the wolves against this guy? Uh, that should be something to watch. And we wrap it up on the Monday night game with Vegas and the Chargers. Big AFC West match. These two teams have to have a bounce in their step. Raiders unbeaten. Chargers off a win over Kansas City. Could be a letdown spot for the Chargers. Raiders could be fat and happy. Chargers are three-point favorites. Total on the game is 52-and-a-half. But both of these teams had to feel so good about themselves that, hey, they got a little running head start. Could they actually get the best of the Chiefs in the division? And it's going to be interesting. Herbert looks really good. The Raiders would love to get Josh Jacobs back in the lineup. Barber did do a good job last week. But we've got some big games, and we start to – they talk about these big divisional games. Again, those two showdowns in the NFC West are going to be something else with Arizona and the Rams, Seattle and San Fran going at it. But Brady's going to get all the pub, see him go back to Foxborough. I'm telling you, the Patriots fans in this one-off probably going to be rooting for Tom Brady, which is nuts. What a game that's going to be. That's going to be so intriguing, the get-out game there on Sunday night. It's a fun, fun weekend, week four of the NFL. I think we have a read on who these teams are now heading into week four and the interesting aspect of all these games sides totals and the props that are available a lot of great information we want to get out to this edition of vegas sportsbook radio we're talking nfl football series 204 the sports grid radio network don't go anywhere a short break and when we come back kenny white from kennywhitesports.com is going to check in SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, folks, it's our NFL version of Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We love doing this, and we are into week four of the NFL. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com, the PowerRatings.com newsletter. Uh, there's picks there. There's all kinds of great information. The Power Ratings, obviously, that information is spectacular. Week four, Kenny. I think we're pretty close. I know your your ratings and that information on the way out of the gate. I think we we know the power brokers, teams that are decent, teams with upside, teams, a handful of teams on the periphery, and then we know the god-awful teams. Uh, through three weeks of the NFL, that's the beauty of the NFL, once you see them up and running a little bit, 
we kind of get to know who they are. Yeah, but things change quickly in the NFL too. Uh, there, there's just so many circumstances that, that happen. I mean, you can't just go by records. If you do, you're not going to have the Kansas City Chiefs ranked very high. Uh, they're, they're, oh, no. No, maybe hey, in Utah a long time ago. I mean, last week, you could say it was a lucky win. I met him went against the grain with Indy, against the Rams, and went against the grain with Minnesota with their season on the line, and one that you and I had talked about, and years ago you told, told me this, Miami loses 35 nothing, and Brissett goes in, gets thrown into the fire, looks horrible, gets a week of practice with the ones, and their per- professional pride was scalded in that game against Buffalo. They come out and get the money against the Raiders. I mean, you, you have to draw a line through stuff and read between the lines too. Yeah, you do. Um, you also need to do a lot of research on, you know, offensive coordinators and things like that. Um, Brian Flores hired Eric Studsville. He was his running back coach last year, and he had his tight end coach, George Godsey. He made those two co-coordinators this year. They've never been coordinators before in their life, and now they are co-offensive coordinators. Um, I hated the play calling. I had Miami in the game, and I had the game over. I hated the play calling, but you know what? I should give them a little bit of a pass because they finally stretched the field. Yes. And as soon as they stretched the field, they got an interference penalty in the end zone and got a touchdown. Oh, Kenny, don't even get me started. I mean, I swear, I, you know, game management number, somehow a way to put that on. I mean, the Raiders win that game. I mean, they're 3-0. and Good for them. A lot of that smoke and mirrors. Uh, you know, the Ravens game was goofy. Pittsburgh's not that good. And then they they try to give the game away against the Dolphins. Gruden gets the to the fourth quarter, five minutes to go in regulation, Kenny. He has no timeouts left with five minutes to go. That's unbelievable. And then... Terrific. At the end, it's overtime. He's got a timeout. The ball's in like the five-yard line. He runs the clock down to three seconds. Are you an idiot? You run it down to 12-15. In case there's a bad snap, you lay down and kick it again. How do they not think of these little things that ultimately win or lose games? Yeah, I I said when he signed the 10-year deal, he wouldn't get through half of it. He'd be fired after the fourth year. Uh, he's mismanaged the clock his entire career. Uh, he's a motivator. I guess he teaches some fundamentals. But uh, the the Raiders are three and zero, and I have a ninety nine point five rating on them, tied for twentieth best in the NFL. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. All right. Hey, I get one from a ratings perspective. I'm wondering what adjustments you made. Washington's in Atlanta, laying one totals forty eight. Atlanta gets a win over the Giants. But Washington's defense, Kenny, on the way into this season was supposed to be the strength of this team and, I mean, really stout. It did appear. Okay, first game, they lose a hard-fought game, 20-16 to 16 against the Chargers. All right, then they get the short week. You can say maybe that's a squirrely thing. Give up thir- 29, but they beat the Giants. Then they go against the Bills and get destroyed, gave up 43 points. Do you give that defense a mini pass? Is it as good as we thought? Right now, they're ranked 31st in the league. Yeah, I'm going to give them a mini pass. They were third in the league last year in, in points allowed and, and yards per play allowed. Everybody's back. This is, a, this is a really good defense. They are a top five NFL defense. And they showed it against the Chargers. Uh, yep. Herbert, Herbert went down the field and got a touchdown the first three minutes of that game and then scored 13 points the rest of that football game. Uh, you're right. It was a short week against the Giants. Um, I think it was a game they thought they were just going to go out there and win. Uh, the Buffalo Buffalo offense really clicked, and 
I, I also say that Taylor Heineke put the defense in a couple of really bad positions. They shouldn't give up 43, obviously, but it was a bad day. I say that defense will be very hungry this weekend against an Atlanta team who I think they can actually finally control. Okay. Detroit's at Chicago. We got a coin flip who the quarterback's going to be for the Bears. We're sitting there with the Bears laying three. Uh, 42 is the total. Detroit, Kenny, man, they compete. These guys are cursed. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is more of a between-the-ears thing. How deflated is Detroit? Yeah, that's got to that's be a major. They've they're got to be so deflated. They, they played their hearts out. and This team's not very good, but they play extremely hard. Um, Chicago on the other side, I, 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 everybody's going to question Matt Nagy. Does he know what he's doing? Is he really an offensive guru? From, you know, from underneath uh, Andy Reid. Uh, I haven't seen it that he's an uh, offensive guru. Uh, 24 points they averaged their first year, 18 is second, and 23 last year. He's in his fourth year for trying to put his offense in here. I know he's got new quarterbacks, but that's his fault. That's his fault. And he had a quarterback last year who was, who was Mitchell Trubisky, who, who was a dual-threat quarterback, but they didn't let him run enough, I don't think. And then obviously the first start for Justin Fields, they didn't let him run. Why? I hear you, man. <laughs> the coaching there is pretty suspect. Tennessee's at the Jets. Tennessee's laying seven, 44 and a half. Listen, Tennessee can close games out with that running game. And, again, I don't know why this isn't something they did a lot more in the past. If you get Derrick Henry in space, they're throwing him a lot more swing passes, Kenny, which is really smart because once he gets up ahead of steam, he's, he's a, just a brutal guy. The Jets are horrific, and my my fear, and I'd be very curious, and something I think you'll be keeping close tabs on, guys like Lawrence and Zach Wilson on these bad teams. It's the nature of the beast. When you're you know a high-end quarterback and you're drafted high, you're on a bad team. My fear for both of these guys is, do they turn into David Carr, who I think could have been a good NFL quarterback and was a crash test dummy with Houston? Very well could. I, I hate rushing these guys when you're on a team that has no offensive line to protect you and really nothing, no, no stars to help you, no, no defense to help you. The, the Jets' defense is decimated by injuries, and, and they're just a bad football team right now. And, and the same thing for Jacksonville. I, I don't understand why they throw these guys into the fire like that because you can destroy their confidence, and they be, can, can become a Ryan Lee for a David Carr very quick. Very quick. So, uh, you know, I like that swing pass thing for Henry uh, because he doesn't have to deal with 300-pound offensive linemen now. He's dealing with 190, 200-pound yes. corners. <laughs> They're trying to yeah. tackle the Well, you, you keep the guy upright. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No, good. The Cleveland-Minnesota game, Cleveland's a two-point favorite on the road. Uh, the total's 51.5. The weird thing here, Kenny, I mean, you can make a case, seriously, that Minnesota's 3-0. and <laughs> You know, they lose uh, – 27-24, goofy game against Cincinnati. They should have won the Arizona game. The kicker missed the kick, and then they beat the Seahawks. They might be the best one-and-two team in football. Yeah, and then look who beat them. I mean, on the road at Cincinnati, who's looked good, and yep. at Arizona, who's looked good. Uh, Arizona is good. Cincinnati uh, has, is an average football team, but uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I've got them rated now the sixth-best team in the NFL right now, tied with Green Bay. You believe that Arizona is good as Green Bay? I'm amazed. Not not really because I've liked the defense for a couple of years. Now Kyler Murray is really a, he's he's turning into a superstar. Hey, bro, yeah, we got Minnesota's 20 seconds good. here. I'm just curious. I mean, Minnesota catching two here. I'm not knocking the Browns at all, but I mean, I look at it. I should Minnesota be like a one 
point favorite, or shouldn't they be a slight favorite at home? Um, I have Cleveland rated higher. Uh, going back to my NFL ratings, Cleveland, I got the fourth best team in football, okay. 106, and Minnesota, a 102, a four-point difference between the two. I have three-and-a-half-point home field for Minnesota, so, you know, about one should be the number, Cleveland. Yeah, okay, good enough. Good stuff. We're off to the races talking NFL, the menu of games on week four, Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Kenny White. I'm Brian Blessing. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With your Vegas Sportsbook Radio, we're talking about the NFL with Kenny White. KennyWhiteSports.com, ratings.com. Diving back into the menu of games. But, Kenny, tell the folks about all the goodies at your uh, fine location. Yes, thanks, Brian. Uh, well, we still have two locations, which <laughs> irritates me a little bit. Uh, KennyWhiteSports.com and ratings.com. It all is all going to be under the umbrella of KennyWhiteSports.com. If you go there, you can find out where to buy my picks. Get the newsletter. Uh, get the power ratings. The Power Rangers are $19.99 a month. Great information, updated Power Rangers. We've just been talking about them on the show, where I have teams rated. These are all run through a model. And then also I go through them myself to find out if to make sure the proper adjustments were made. Uh, so it's, it's double check to make sure we've got the strongest possible Power Rating for each team because there's injuries to teams and you got to make sure those are factored in. Uh, you get the updated ratings on college football, the projections for every game. And we will be adding the NHL, NBA, and college basketball to the site as well. But KennyWaysports.com, uh, ThePowerRatings.com will all be one site and merged, hopefully, by the end of this week. I guess it's maybe early next week. All right, we're back into the games, Kenny. Indies at Miami. Miami is one and a half, two. Total in the game is 42 and a half. When I first met you in 2005, uh, I – one of the things I always used to tell you, covering the Bills, 14 years, I went down to Joe Robbie Stadium, and I would watch it on full display. There'd be more Bills fans than Dolphins fans there. Miami's the worst home field advantage in the NFL. They, they just are indifferent. Indianapolis, to me, the wrong team is favored in this game, Kenny. You know, Miami, they rallied around, had a good effort after being embarrassed. But Indianapolis has played Seattle – should have beaten the Rams, who I know you love. And then they come up, and they're at Tennessee, and they were in that game, and Wentz was playing hurt. Now, he's not playing great. But Indy is a good football team, Kenny, I, I mean, in terms of overall depth. I think the wrong team's favored here. Yeah, very well could be. Um, I'm very close on it. I, I, the loss for, to Quentin Nelson on the offensive line is massive. Uh, their offensive line was already banged up, and now without him, uh, they are they are one of the weaker offensive lines with a quarterback who has two bad ankles, could not move around. Last week, Tennessee just ate them up. I think Miami's defense is uh, pretty pretty good. That's the strength of this football team. They're not great, 
but they are the strength of the football team. So um, two bad offensive lines. I don't like Miami's offensive line. Uh, so this, this game, I'm looking at uh, the under in this football game, Brian. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. All right. Obviously, Carolina, so much of what they do goes through McCaffrey. And, you know, just you, you want to keep this guy upright. Now they're at Dallas. Dallas laying four and a half totals, 52. Prescott's back from injuries. The big injury, the questions have been answered. He looks good. Dallas's defense, Quinn's doing a good job. They looked better. And finally, Kenny, now, uh, how about the two-headed monster with Elliott and Pollard? They've got a running game. I, I got to say, Dallas looks the part here a little bit. Yeah, they do. I'm still – I'm not going to be knee-jerk reaction on the defense. Uh, that's the, the weakness I had for this football team to come into the season. But right now I've got the Cowboys rated the 12th best team in football, 103 rating, tied with Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore's got some injuries as well. And, and, the, and the Cowboys still have injuries themselves, so there is room to improve. Uh, this one should be easy. But coming off of a, a big game on Monday night against one of your biggest rivals in Philadelphia and winning that game, uh, do they let down? I don't know. Uh, it is at home. If they take Carolina lightly, uh, Carolina has shown enough confidence and they play well in defense. They've only allowed 30 points in three games. But, you know, they played the Jets, a shorthanded New Orleans team, and uh, Houston, uh, two of the three worst offenses in, in football. I think Dallas wins easily. If they're motivated to win this, and cover, Dallas, I think, can name the score here. The reaction, I'm curious, from a total perspective, maybe what you had here. And it's going up. It's up to 52. I Hey, listen, on, my, on Monday night, I played the under. It's a loser. But it's one of those where I'm sitting there going, I'd play the under again. I, the, the total was 51 and a half. They put up 61. You're going, well, you lost. You had the under. Well, Prescott fumbles the ball. I mean, literally hands the Eagles a touchdown. Then you get a pick six to start the second half. And then the Eagles go for it on fourth down from their own 30 with six minutes to go. That was a dead under game. The Eagles couldn't do anything. Now this total's on the rise because, oh, they put up 60 points in that game. What, yeah, do, you, those, what do you got total-wise here? Yeah, those are, those are great points. That is exactly uh, what I was seeing in that game. That game had no shot at going over um, the total because of those plays in that game. Uh, total in this one, Dallas and Carolina, 50 and a half is my total there. Okay. It's because the Cowboys offense is just so good. They, they can oh, score on anybody. But I'm not nuts. I mean, the total seems to be going – I mean, it's, it's going high as a reaction to what we saw Monday. And if you right. really watched it Monday, that's not what happened. Trust the numbers. And uh, if this thing goes up any further, uh, don't worry about betting against the steam on that over. Go, you know, unders are the way to go anyway. So, um Unders and underdogs. That's why I'd be really leery, <laughs> really, really leery about laying the Cowboys in the spot. Kenny, this is an intangible one for me. And again, I wrote an article in on your site, KennyWhiteSports.com, on the newsletter about intangibles. And the, the most of the intangibles were wrapped around Brady, which we'll get to. But this one, Kenny, New Orleans has been on the road for a month. These five guys are finally home. It's the first game at the Superdome. Yeah, they're laying seven and a half to the Giants. The total's 42. But all I can't, I can't get it out of my head, Kenny. I mean, I you know, hate talking sports wrapped around tragedies. But if you remember how New Orleans and that place reacted after Hurricane Katrina, this is the first game back in the Superdome after Hurricane Ida. These people are starved for something entertaining, and these guys are thrilled to be playing in front of their fans. What's that worth? 
Um, it's probably about four points. I, I think that you could go that high. Um, home field advantage on average is about 2.5 points. Uh, but the Saints, anytime you're indoor stadium and your fans are loud, I give three, three and a half points, depending on how that team covers point spreads. So I, I look to give more points for this one. Um, and I think it's a great spot for the Saints. I like the Saints team. I like their defense a lot. They're 3-0 and to the under this year. And I think that defense really comes to play and shuts down Danny Dimes and the Giants. All right. Kansas City, this is the odd one. Laying a touchdown. And again, Kenny, we've talked about this. I mean, when you bet matters, I mean, it was six and a half, and there was no doubt this game was going to get the seven. I mean, these are the kind of games. If you're going to bet. We, the, I think we said that on the opening line report, didn't we? There were several. We, we said that for sure about this game. This would go seven if you like them, if you like, uh, and we'll get to that. If you liked Kansas City and you liked Tampa Bay, both of those games were six and a half. We said both of them were going to get the seven. You, you want to get a win, not a push. Right, exactly. You're, you're always trying to get the win. So that, that's why that half point so so important. You know, when you're talking about winning bets, you have to win 52% of your bets to break even. So 52.5% exa- exactly. And that's because you're laying that 110 in every game instead of even money. Uh, so if you get the best of it, a half a point from six and a half to seven, there's 3% right there to help you. If you got the right side, you're probably 56% chance to win that game. So big, big edge by getting a half point. All right. What do you make of these guys having lost two? No big deal? No big or- deal. No big deal. I, I agree. I agree. Hey, it's, it, it, real quick, we have a minute. Next week, it's Buffalo at Kansas City. In week five, I'm telling you, if Buffalo – and they could go in there and get pumped. If Buffalo beats KC in week five, Kenny, they've got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. They'll have a three-game lead on the Chiefs. Buffalo's laying 16-and-a-half against Houston. Normally, you look at that and go, yeah, I'd run to the window to take the points. I don't know about Davis Mills going to Buffalo, and especially the way – I think Allen could be out of this game halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, he could be. And that, this, this is a major look-ahead game, Brian. That, uh, yep. you, you know over the years, taking 17 or more in the NFL has been a very profitable bet. So, um, I don't like Houston whatsoever. I don't like Davis Mills. I don't like the team. This is a bad team with a new head coach that's really never been a coordinator either, David Culley. Uh, I've not liked what I've seen there. And Lovey Smith is changing everything around in the defense. I think the defense will be okay by the end of the year because Lovey Smith doesn't know what he's doing. All right. That game, you know, Buffalo, uh, big balloon number there. Not the case. A big showdown, Kenny. Arizona and the Rams, two unbeatens. Rams laying four and a half, totals 55. Uh, listen, big game. Bigger game, I think. That's eh, interesting. I mean, for Arizona, like, hey, everybody loves the Rams. They're getting all the pub. We're not. Maybe Arizona, you know, really gets fired up for this. But you know what? It's maybe the first, like, really big game, like, for Matt Stafford. All these games, for him, he's got to have some juice playing these games. Oh, he's been, he's got to be so excited uh, in this offense and a winning team. He's never been three, you know, probably in his career to start, start a year. Uh, some people have asked me, is this the game of the year so far? And I thought, well, I thought the game of the year so far was Tampa and the Rams, two of the, two of the top four teams in the NFL going head to head, Tom Brady versus Matthew Stafford. What a great game. Uh, that did go back and forth. The Rams just made more plays, but uh, I love how Kyler Murray's playing. This is going to be a fun game, but you know, the bookmakers did a nice job on the total. Uh, up to 55, that's about right where I think the game's going to be played. Um, I think the number's pretty good. It's going to be a fun game to watch. No, it is. Seattle-San Fran. Uh, Kenny, man, we give up eh, 45 seconds here for this one. 
San Fran laying three total, 52 and a half. They're both coming off a loss. Seattle, San Francisco, Kenny, they're always injured. Unbelievable. It is amazing. Just, you know, bad luck uh, getting these injuries. Uh, and I, I really thought that they had a shot to beat Green Bay. Um, and they did. They took the lead. But uh, Aaron Rodgers leads them down the field with very little time left and, and wins. That's a heartbreaking loss. And now they got a big game against Seattle. Anytime you're playing a, a division game, and this is a good division, we know. So I still a believer in Kyle Shanahan. I think he's a really good football coach. All right. This is a game that will close three. Let's take a time out. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing with Kenny White. Series 204 of the Sportsbook Radio Network. All right. Good stuff. Kenny White. We're taking a break. We're coming right back to Vegas. Don't go anywhere. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio Talk at NFL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, we're loving life going through the NFL menu. Brian Blessing, Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com, ThePowerRatings.com, going through the slate of games uh, in the NFL. Interesting, Kenny. Baltimore is at Denver, and basically we're looking at pick, uh, Denver minus one. You may see... By the time we get to Sunday, you may see Baltimore a one-point favorite. Total in the game is 45. The Broncos, 3-0 and coming out of the gate. Baltimore dodges a huge bullet against Detroit in what was a letdown spot after beating Kansas City. The end result is, you know, they get the W. Now got to go play at altitude. Denver, the thing that scares me a little bit, I love everything they're doing here, and Bridgewater's been very impactful. But first, Judy's out. Now you lose Hamler. And I know wide receivers, you can plug and play a lot of guys, but those are their two key guys. At what point, when I know you believe in your heart, for the most part, running backs, wideouts are a dime a dozen. But when you lose those two guys, how does that impact the offense? Those are still young players. Both both guys just in their second year. Uh, Last year, Judy got much more playing time, eight, 806 snaps, Hamler 537. But that's, that's quite a bit of action that the Hamler did get. And he does have great speed. They're going to be great receivers. But again, uh, my total drop off for the two guys is around one point so far. So, um, I, I, and I, you're right. I, I think that wide receivers and running backs are a dime a dozen. You can plug and play. There are some great ones that are hard to, hard to plug and play. Christian McCaffrey. He does everything. That guy is the best blocking running back in football. He catches out of the backfield. He's a great runner. He's worth two points. That's 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 the the difference. And when you got one of those guys, but I don't think Judy and Hamler are on that level yet. What do you make of Baltimore? Uh, you, you know, all the injuries, all the stuff they had happen to him before the season started. The one thing they get again, young wide receiver. It will be interesting to see if he's impactful for them. Bateman, the kid they drafted out of Minnesota, who they had really high hopes for, he makes his NFL debut on Sunday. Do you like, you like Baltimore coming in here, or is this one of those games go, boy, there's a lot of angles either way, stay away? 
Yeah, there's a lot of angles. Um, I, I have a play on the game I'm uh, using in the newsletter. So okay. th this, is, this is a good game to uh, look at. Uh, there's so much going on, as you said, injury-wise for both teams. And the Denver situation, uh, the three games they won, the Giants, Jacksonville, and the Jets, nothing to write home about. They're just 0-9 combined, those three teams. But Denver couldn't help that. That's who they were scheduled to play, and they allowed just 26 points in those three games. So this, this Baltimore-Denver game is going to be a very good football game. I actually have Denver right now, the favorite to win the AFC West. All right. Pittsburgh is at Green Bay. What a difference three weeks makes. Pittsburgh wins at Buffalo, which was kind of, they get it. You get the win. It was kind of smoke and mirrors. Green Bay gets demolished by New Orleans. If you go back three weeks ago, people are like, Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be here. Three weeks later, Aaron Rodgers is a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and Roethlisberger can't stretch the field. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Uh, I, you know, I, I would, when I rated Pittsburgh out, it been way back in May or June. I didn't like the rating I gave him. Uh, it's, this is a better football team. I like this coach, Mike Tomlin. It's 14 years. He's won 148 games. He wins 10 games every year. How can you have this team rated about average? And I, I pushed him up a little bit, uh, give him a little bit of boost. But, you know, the injuries they have right now are, are really hurting this football team. And then Ben Roethlisberger not being able to stretch the field. And we saw, we saw Drew Brees do it for – at least six, seven years, not be able to stretch the field and still win football games. Uh, ben could do it, but I don't think he has enough supporting cast around him to, to help him be able to do it. The offensive line isn't as good as Drew Brees' offensive lines were as well. But there's a lot of points. Uh, TJ, the defense right now, Brian, I have four points off from to it. Uh, Tyson A, the defensive tackle, and JJ and TJ Watt. That's, a, that's three great players all out. I'm curious about Green Bay, Kenny, over the years, you know, what was with Rodgers. But, you know, throw that first game out. Um, they've got a running game now. You know, I mean, you've got Jones and Dylan. The tight end's good. you got a, one of the best wide receivers in the game there. I mean, Green Bay does seem to be a more complete team if you take the soap opera crap out of the way. And I, I think that's dead and gone now. Yeah, you know, and Green Bay is only going to get better when, when they get David Bakhtiari back uh, after six games. He's on the pup list, and he's worth two points. He's their best offensive lineman by far. Uh, when they get him back, this offensive line is going to be that much stronger. Uh, Rodgers is still a magician. What a great quarterback he is. He's just amazing. So, yeah, you know, this game looks easy. It looks easy. It looks like Green Bay easy in this football game. All the injuries for Pittsburgh, uh, the, Ben Roethlisberger's struggles, but it's the NFL. Why is the line only six and a half? Yeah. What have you done? I'm curious, again, you know, noted for not being knee-jerk in reactions, but what have you done with Roethlisberger specifically? Um, I started him at three points above the average NFL quarterback. Right now I've got him down to one and a half points above the average NFL quarterback. So a little bit of a drop. And – He's taking some big shots, too. You know, <laughs> him making it the distance is going to be a thing as well. All right, we got to get to it. It's the Sunday night game, Tampa and New England. Tampa's now a seven-point favorite on the road. The total is 49-and-a-half. I mean, the subplots are so plentiful in this game, Kenny. This is what I wrote about in the newsletter at KennyWhiteSports.com. Intangibles. 
all right, Belichick knows Brady. Belichick takes the team's best option away. Antonio Brown's coming back, and I think that was impactful in their loss at the Rams. So Brown is back. Now, you've got Brady, who knows their defenders for the most part, practice against the majority of those guys every day. You've got the guys from Tampa Bay, where Brady gets the last laugh, has taken the high road, gets the ultimate last laugh, wins a Super Bowl. Now it's personal. Now he's coming back to go against Belichick. These Bucks guys should play like men possessed for him because he got him a Super Bowl ring. The fans in the stands, Kenny, in this one game, they're going to cheer when Brady does something good. And, oh, by the way, the icing on the Sunday is Gronkowski, a future Hall of Famer, is coming back. If he doesn't catch a touchdown in this game, there should be an investigation. Yeah, you know, the, I'm, I'm interested to see how the fans react in this game because most of the time when the superstar leaves and comes back, uh, they get booed. They boo him. Not they this one. Yeah, you don't think so? You think they're going to be cheering him all the entire all game? All the Super Bowls he got them and the way yeah. this thing ended. I mean, who bailed on who? But Belichick clearly did not want to commit to Brady, and Brady said, after all this, you won't commit to me, you know. I mean, at least perception-wise, it's Belichick gave up on Brady. And, and, so, and I think the fans in New England, you think the fans in New England don't wish that Brady was still playing there? Oh, there's no doubt they do because they haven't had a good team since he left. <laughs> you know, they're not used to going 7-9 uh, uh, and that <laughs> they went last year, and they're not used to having a losing record to start the season. Yeah, I, I, I thought they would cheer him, but, man, I've seen it so many times. Uh, that these guys get booed. This could be the one time where the guy does get honored and they're really, uh, they really root for Tom Brady in this football game. That'll be amazing. And Kenny, I mean, all the things go into this game. He's going to come on the field. There'll be a palpable buzz just for warm-ups, the whole nine years. And then early in this game, they're going to stop the game because Brady's going to pass Drew Brees over 80,000 passing yards. He's going right. to pass Drew Brees as the all-time passing leader. So on top of it, now you get into the game, and they're going to stick a fork in New England one more time to stop the game and have him give the ball to go send it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but remember, you always talk about, like, the ring ceremony, and when somebody's getting celebrated, the other team's chomping on them on their big can't wait to get, you know, can't wait to get back at them. I know. That's hockey. <laughs> do the Patriots do the Patriots have enough? And it works in the NBA too when these guys yeah. get the ring night the, the other the other team can't wait to beat them. So the Patriots will these players want to beat win this game. They're going to play extremely hard. I'm afraid though the crowd if they are rooting for Tom Brady, yeah. uh that I the guy that has the most pressure. I know it's Jones. Mac Jones. I know. I was just going to ask you that. I mean, think of this poor kid. Now, he's either going to go, well, I'm the guy of the future, and I'll let you know the torch has officially been passed, right? That's what he's thinking. Or or he wills under the pressure of, oh, my God. I mean, you know, these people are watching him, and they know I'm the guy. Right, exactly. That, that I just thought he is going to be under so much pressure. And he, <laughs> he looked like he was under pressure last week against New Orleans, and they lose at home. They've lost both home games so far. 0-2 at home. He's got so much pressure on him at home right now. He's, he's going to have the world on his shoulders. I, I think he has a horrible game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Tampa to win this game big. I think so. I, I do as well. Uh, but it, it's an interesting thing because a lot of it's what's on the field. But this game specifically, I mean, you throw a lot, a lot of it out. It's, it's all the intangibles that, that are wrapped into it. Then we get to the Monday night game, Kenny, with Las Vegas at L.A. to take on the Chargers. 
The Chargers are three-point favorites. The total's 51-and-a-half. Chargers got all the pub coming in. They've answered the bell. They looked the part. Letdown, maybe, coming off Casey. Raiders, 3-0, and maybe fat and happy. If you wanted one other goofy and tangible, and this is something I know you had talked about in past weeks, this may end up being a home game for the Raiders. You yeah, know, in, know, in I, L.A., I, the Chargers are still building a fan base. Yeah, but I was very surprised um, this new stadium has drawn more L.A. people out to the games. Against Dallas, uh, there was a very good Charger crowd. So I, I, I think the new stadium did wonders for this team. Okay. Uh, that they, they was a great crowd. So I, I think that they're starting to get some support in L.A., and this team is good. they got a young quarterback in Justin Herbert who people gravitate to. Um, I, I, I think the Chargers are a better football team. As I talked about earlier, the Raiders are three and zero, but yet I, I have them ranked ninety, you know, a ninety nine point five rating, twentieth in the NFL. I've got the Chargers, the twelfth best team, tied with the Cowboys and and Ravens. Um, so I think the Chargers are a better team, and I am going to give home field because I do believe there's going to be a lot of Charger fans here. You know, let's give the Raiders credit. I mean, they found ways to win. I, again, kind of one of the goofier three and zero teams in the history of the NFL. But the bottom line is, you're three and zero. Jacobs had the turf toe, then an ankle. We'll see if he's back. But Peyton Barber jumped in and played fine for them. Um, what about Derek Carr, Kenny, just in terms of your perception and your rating on him? Yeah, he's a very good quarterback. Um, I, I had him plus four points above the average NFL quarterback where I have him. I had him 13th best in the league coming in, tied with Justin Herbert. Dude, both guys I had, and Herbert just, you know, one year. He is that good. So um, having to make some adjustments there. This Brian, this is the, the thing about this game. And you, you don't realize it. I don't watch a lot of games. You know that. So, but I, when I do watch, it's funny because I pick up some things that, Hey, I forgot about that angle, mm -hmm. but these guys go through a battle for 60 minutes and they are beaten up, beaten up. And then they got to go to overtime and play 10 more minutes of yep. physical rough football in a big game. They went 70 minutes this past week, and now they got to travel and play their big, you know, one of their biggest rivals. I, I think they could be a beat-up team because they played two overtime games in their first three. That's a great point, and it's an interesting week. Man, we made it through every game on the menu. Good stuff. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put a lid on it. We're talking NFL. It's a treat to have Kenny White on board with us. We're glad you're here. Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We're getting ever closer. Week four in the NFL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Wrapping things up for you here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. I love this prop market in the NFL where you dive in, do the deep dive, go inside. So many new ways 
uh, just the menu of opportunities are there, ways to play the game. So I've really been doing a lot on the props side of things. But, Kenny, you've got a, a cool way because there are so many ways you can attack things. You think you've got a, a teaser that you think is one that the public's going to be all over. Yeah, and the public will be all over. But the thing about it is get it now because these numbers will move. They will go up, and you lose your, your edge in these type of things. Oh, can I, can I guess? Yeah, you got it. Uh, I'll guess it's Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Uh, pretty close. Tampa Bay is part of that uh, equation. The other one I'm, I'm going to say is Green Bay. Green, okay. Bay. Green Bay against Pittsburgh at home. Pittsburgh's all beat up. Four points off their defensive rating. So you, you, can, you can get them both at minus a half. Just got to win the football game. Uh, bet it now, and I say that because most people, Brian, this way most people bet, they go to the window, and they bet those 10 o'clock Pacific games or 1, 1 p.m. Eastern games. Mm -hmm. And then after those get settled out, then they go, well, how much am I going to bet on the, the, the 4 o'clock games? And then they figure out what, what they got left to bet on the late game. Don't do that. Pick out your best bets right now and make those bets. And then, you know, bet small amounts if you're going to do, do it the way you've been doing it. But get that teaser right now so you're locked in. You'll have that going for those, for those two late games in the afternoon. Outstanding information as always, Kenny, on our college show, the NFL show. Great thanks to you. Tell them about the site. Yeah, Brian, thanks. Uh, KennyWhiteSports.com, ThePowerRatings.com. The power ratings are the, the, the lifeblood of the company. It's the foundation, and it should be for everybody. Uh, you can get those power ratings for $19.99 a month. The NFL and college updated every week. We'll be adding three other sports, NHL, NBA, and college basketball. Same price. Price doesn't go up. $19.99 a month. You get all those sports uh, for that same price. So that's a big benefit. The newsletter is out on KennyWhiteSports.com. He's Kenny White. I'm Brian Blessing. We thank you. We hope you enjoy week four of the NFL. And we're always thrilled to be with you weekdays and our weekend editions of College Football NFL Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, hoping you have a great week. Uh, end of action. Best of luck at the windows. Thanks for joining us. Sirius 204 on the Sports Grid Radio Network.